Okay. Uh, 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> yeah, Pigpen, that's a big 10-4 for sure, for sure. We're clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. By golly, we're clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. I was just listening to Eastbound and Down, so I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm ready for this talk. I was just listening to Convoy, so I'm ready oh, for this talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, which of those two songs do you think is better? Uh, this is the bracket for the day, by the way. Well, we Convoy. Were, we had a different thing going on, but this is the bracket now. You think Convoy? Yeah, is better than... E- I like Eastbound and Down. No, Eastbound and, and Down, and down is the better song. Convoy is a better song. It's a story. Eastbound and Down is a story. Yeah, but Convoy... He's got a long way to go and a short time to get there. That's, that's, that's the basics of conflict. Yeah, but th- he's that's, got a great big convoy rocking through the night. Darren. He's got a great big convoy. Ain't that a beautiful sight? Ain't, isn't it? Am I wrong? Ain't it a beautiful sight? It's hot in Louisiana, but there's beer in Texarkana. Convoy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what's wild about the song Eastbound and Down is that never in that movie are they eastbound and down. In that in the in the movie? Yeah. There's a movie called Eastbound and Down? No. The show? No. In Smokey and the Bandit. The the movie. Smokey and gotcha. the Bandit. Gotcha. Gotcha. That the song, got, yeah, that, the I got song you. that they gotcha. created the song. F- I got that, you. That song existed, gotcha. and then they made it a movie. Gotcha. That's how good the story is. Gotcha. Convoy. You know how many movies have been made out of Convoy? Zero. Iron Man, Black Hawk Down, Jarhead. All right. Smokey and the Bandit. No, Smokey and the Bandit was made out of Eastbound and Down, the TV uh, show. I it's an adaptation you, of the TV show. If you look at the it's facts, a reverse Fargo. If you look at the it's facts, an graph. You might see a little it's bit. It's an graph. Okay. Darren, it's an autograph. I'm going to turn this down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, why don't you? I feel like I'm just busting through your headphones. I'm just busting yeah, in your skull. Let's, let's turn it down just a little bit there. Well, Snickles has skull buster technology. <laughs> <laughs> can we say that? Is that? <laughs> yeah, we can say that. Ask our producer. We can ask our producers. Can we say? Yeah, there's, they're nodding yes. Skull crusher? No, no we can't. Bu- We're not. That's trademarked. We can't say that. No, it has to be Skull Buster. Skull, skull Buster. No, we can't say Skull Crusher. Yeah, that's Skull. That's the headphone brand. Which we've never heard of, and this is a totally different technology. Yeah. Skull Buster uh, is us, and we are just. I, all just means we're busting skulls. I'd be very. What was that? Oh, it was just a notification on my computer. Sorry. I'd be very disappointed if somebody listened to this podcast, like a UFC fighter or an MMA fighter, maybe even a boxer, and created some sort of technology that would give fighters an upper hand in busting skulls. Yeah, I mean... That would disappoint me. We do have our own propi- proprietary boxing gloves. That I just we- Michael Jordan at the end of Space Jam <laughs> for that water. Did you see that? <laughs> I just, I just found the tune in me. <laughs> and it turns out that that water is just regular water. That water that you reach so hard this, for. This special stuff? Yeah. This is just water? <laughs> yeah. It was in me all along? We do have special proprietary boxing gloves that will make busting the head easier. Yeah, but... It's a, it's a roll of quarters taped to your knuckles. We just don't have the patent yet. Patent pending. Apparently it's illegal. Well, Yeah.
Welcome to Snickles. I'm Jake, the Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good Snickle. I'm Darren, the Bustin' Your Skull Snickle. Um, and we're just a couple of lonely guys. I mean, really, that's why we do this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, I think that, honestly, the only time I feel anything during the week is when we record the show. Yeah, I don't. I am literally in a sensory deprivation chamber until we until you call me to get the show done. And it's you might wonder how that works, but it's because Darren's phone is in the chamber with him, but he never receives a text or a call. No, it's so a, it's, it's it's basically a burner phone specifically designed to only accept texts from Jake. And it's I can't like make that. Calls either. It's like that, but he also wouldn't get texts from anyone else otherwise. It's like a burner phone, but it's his main phone, and he doesn't get texts from anyone. I'm not allowed to, though. You made it that way. Well, yeah. I'm the account holder. I, it's my right. Yeah. If, but- you want, if, you, if you want your own cell phone, then you should make your own money, Darren. That you- I don't, your own money that I don't take. You- your own money that's not my money. You constantly complain about how you wish you had a better co-host. You constantly are are saying like, "Oh, Darren, we we got a we got a real entertaining co-host." It's sarcastically, obviously, but it's like I probably would be a little better if you would let me talk to people. Well, Darren, and you didn't have me in a tank. I don't even know what's going on in the world, dude. You're supposed to be thinking of bits that whole time. Let me say something about what you were saying about. I I thought of this one bit. Um, what if our, what if the president of the United States, whoever that is, got COVID? I know about COVID because you told me about it last time we recorded. <laughs> yeah, that would, that'd be funny. Is that a, that's a good bit, right? Darren has a, no idea what COVID is. I tried to you tell told, him about it. I, you told me what it was. I tried to tell him about it and he, he kept thinking that it was a type of sandwich. Is it not? I mean, am I no, wrong? Yes. That's wrong. Well, it, in some ways, you specifically it, told me mayonnaise oh, and mayonnaise. No, I was trying to explain tomatoes. it to you. I was saying that it's like a sandwich. The humans are the bread, and the virus is the meat, and it gets inside of us. the the virus The virus is pickles. It gets inside and it overpowers everything. That's, All of a sudden, you can't taste anything else. <laughs> okay, so it's a sandwich. It's it's not a literal. It's, a, it's like a Cuban. It's, it's like a, a Cubano sandwich. It's a metaphorical sandwich. It's like a Cuban sandwich because the pickles are the like the main the mainstay of the flavor in the Cuban. That's what that's what COVID is. A COVID Cuban. The mainstay of the flavor in a Cuban is the pork. I've been gassy, Jake. Yeah, I've been gassy too, and I think it's honestly goes back three weeks that I've just been. It, I've been about to burst for three whole weeks. I've been super gassy for like the past month, and <laughs> uh, I think that it went into overdrive after we ate that chip. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk let's talk about it. Let's talk about our great shame, our great our great triumph, and our great shame. Okay, we're i'm I'm Jake the lightweight snickle. We already did intros. I Jake. know, but I'm just saying I am I am the you're, lightweight. No, you're snickle. not even the lightweight. you're featherweight. Oh fuck. I'm Jake the featherweight snickle. and Darren's also a featherweight. I'm snickle. also a featherweight. we're the featherweight snickles today. We're the featherweight boys. We lasted exactly like a couple frames after five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, mean, spoiler, I guess, if you haven't seen the, <laughs> the video we posted. We did the one chip challenge. Darren bought some one chips. He bought two one chips at 7-Eleven. And also, okay, Darren, this is something that I don't think we talked about in that video, but you had a, a premium offer on the table. Oh, yeah. If you ate, it, if you ate the chip at 7-Eleven and lasted only three minutes, the guy would have gotten you two pints of ice cream. Yeah. And that's he did make that offer, and what kind of went through my head was, oh man, I gotta make this, I gotta make this content. I I want Jake to feel the pain, and uh, I thought after I walked out, I thought about going back in there and buying a third one chip. <laughs> but then I, if I had done that, I would have, yeah, great, I would have had my two pints of ice cream, but I wouldn't have had the virginal experience of eating a one chip for the first time on camera. I was thinking that it. If you could have found a way to like open up your package and like doctor it and put just like a like a rest like one of those black restaurant tortilla chips in there. Oh yeah. And you just open it and you're like, all right, I'm gonna open it and eat it as quick as I can. And you just eat it and just stone face it. That would be I would be in awe. Have you seen Shaq? I mean, this was years ago, but Shaq did yeah, a one-chip I've seen challenge. Shaq before. He did a he did the one chip challenge on Sports Center. Really? Yeah. And because he didn't believe it, and everyone was like, "Dude, you're crazy, Shaq. Come on, Shaq. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this, man. You don't have to do this, Shaq." Shaq, you're a famous Hollywood actor. Don't put yourself through this. Yeah, from the movie Steel. <laughs> but uh, you were in the movie Shazam, the where you played a genie. Was he? Yeah, Did everyone that remembers that. <laughs> everyone remembers that he played Shazam the genie. Jake, that's that's not that didn't happen. It's I, not that came out. So like that whole like mandela effect thing came out about shazam the genie and i had and people did mention that he that like they thought him or sinbad played shazam the genie and i had no fucking idea what they were talking about they're like everybody remembers a movie called shazam where sinbad played a genie it's like dude (laughs) that seems like such a hyper specific thing to remember yeah, everyone remembers it. No, I don't. I didn't remember it even when I read that shit. No, it's true. I think that a, we're getting way off topic here, but I think a lot of Mandela effects are just based in like white privilege because it's like, yeah, Nelson Mandela was dead. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm I'm well to do in America. I don't need to know anything about world politics. <laughs> no, it's Bear, it's Baron Stein, like Stein, like the Jews. <laughs> Uh, you never see you never see black people being like, no, this movie existed, this this genie movie existed. I guess not. I didn't know we'd be taking <laughs> this turn for this this theory here. But uh, anyway, the the one chip. Okay. Wait, how did Shaq do? He said, "I can take it. I'm really good with spicy foods. Spicy foods ain't nothing to me, man." And he ate it. It was it was not the the, not the it same was not the same one we had. It was like it looked like a chip still. Like it looked yeah. kind of reddish orange. And he bit it, he ate it, and then all he did was like kind of look at the camera and go, "That's hot." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "God damn it, Shaq. You just made us look like a couple of fucking Sorry, I don't know if we're still not cur- cursing or not. Oh, no, we're back to it. Uh, just like so many NBA defenders, we were metaphorically dunked on by Shaq. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but we didn't eat the same chip, so it's possible that uh, we're not we're not the soy boys we're afraid of. Yeah, we are afraid of soy boys. Yeah, I'm deadly afraid of a soy boy. Yeah, Jake's allergic to soy. Darren, speaking of soy boys, I uh, 
did you have more to say about the chip? No. Okay. I just want to say that I, I, I went number two the next morning, and the, the fiery effect was still felt. That's so <laughs> weird. I did want to talk about that because you did text me like, "Oh my god, my asshole feels like it's burning." Yeah. No, it didn't feel like it was burning. It was. It was burning. And then I took a shit, and I felt minimal spicy effects like i i did not feel that much spice coming out of my butt crack i felt like a tiny bit but it i've had much worse how much more food did you put on top of it that day i wonder like none dude i put like Mm -hmm. nothing all right well i i tried to eat dude i literally i went upstairs and i had a mary calendar's chicken pot pie it was actually a turkey pot pie oh and i love them i love the things that's okay because pot is legal in colorado so no one call the cops don't call the cops on me. Pot pies are legal. I had it upstairs and I was, I was like, had one of the perforations like popped and I literally just put the pot pie down and ran to the bathroom because I thought I was about to shit. And it turns out it was just an re- insanely upset stomach. So bad that I sat on the toilet while puke, like dry heaving into a trash can because I thought I was going to throw up. Because it hurt so bad in my stomach, but it never came out. Nothing See, ever came out. I didn't have that experience. So you had you had it worse while it was coming through. I had it worse coming out. Yeah. And I really <laughs> was anticipating my butthole to be like, sorry. That day. Uh, anyway, speaking of soy boys, I texted you this week that I had some very big news to talk about on the show. And listen, Darren didn't text me back. I texted him something else, too. He didn't text me back for that. I think he texted me at, like, 11 at night. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And uh, I am... I'm... A lot of times, I'm not even fucking awake at 11. Well, what are you doing in your tank when you're not texting me? I'm getting my senses deprived. The, the phone is set to wake you up when I text you. But sometimes, I can't hear, Jake. Your this whole program you have me going through is flawed. Okay. I texted Darren that I had some exciting news. And listen, I know this isn't a review show anymore. We don't review movies all the time. Jake's pregnant. Are you gonna review pregnancy? No. No, not that. But sometimes. Are your parents getting divorced? <laughs> Are you gonna review that? No, they're still together, baby. <laughs> Can you imagine what that's like? The joy I feel one Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's, there's no way it's as good as two Christmases. There's no fucking way. All right. So go on anyway. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes a movie comes along that we watch and we just have to talk about it on the show. Darren, this week, that day I texted you, I don't remember what day it was, maybe Wednesday. I watched the film... Project X. Oh, you finally did. One of the most divisive shows in Sniggles history. Darren Darren famously gave it a zero out of ten. No, I think I gave it a two. I can't give anything a zero. I know. I think I gave it a two. A two? And meanwhile, his friends came on the show and talked about how fun it was and yeah. how cool it was. Yeah. So I was I was like looking I just wanted to watch like some silly comedy movie and all the ideas I had weren't on Netflix. I didn't want to pay for anything. And then it, it it jumped into my mind to watch Project X. Now, what were my major feelings watching the movie? Embarrassment, 
shame. Like it. Why? Why are you feeling embarrassed? Because I'm watching this movie. Like, it's just. It feels gross to watch it. It's like all these high school girls, and it's just like extended shots of like their butts and like their. Like you know, it feels but you know weird. they're not actually. Yeah, I know they're not actually. Okay, that's that makes it fine then. They're just playing. Yeah, I mean legally it does. Yeah. I'm not talking about legally. I'm talking about it feels. It feels <laughs> gross. Yeah. My other thought was, okay, how many of these plot points are just straight from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> like, literally, okay, no one touched this car. It's my pride and joy to it, like, driving off on its own and being crashed and destroyed. And look, I knew, the thing about the movie is, like, I knew from the very beginning exactly what it was going to be. And I kept waiting. I was like, okay, maybe like halfway through someone's going to die or like there's going to be, there's going to be some twist that now they're going to have to deal with it. No, it's just a party that gets bigger and bigger, but it also doesn't get like that crazy big. Like you would think, cause I'm all for a movie where it's like, just, I mean, it's just one thing pushed to the absolute extreme. Like in its defense, it does get. Very big. I mean, I would say the party gets problematically big. It gets problematically big, but so like Mad Max Fury Road is just a car chase pushed to the absolute extreme. Like I want to see a guy who has a guitar that steers a car like that. That level of insanity in this movie. Steering it. He's just. Yes, he is. He's an ornament. He's driving the car with the guitar. I don't think he is. I think he is. So. Like I didn't I didn't hate this movie to the extent that Darren did. But at the same time like Okay, we like it's just so from the very beginning it's like okay, here's the main character. Oh, look, he has this hot best friend that he sees as a friend. I wonder where this relationship is going. Oh yeah, his dad's saying, "I know you're going to have some friends over, but only four or five. I wonder where this is going." Like it's all just so so clearly and he's like and then, like, a lot of it, is, it's set up, but it's not even paid off in, like, a fun way. His dad's like, don't let anyone in my office. I have a lot of important stuff in here. Just, like, vague important stuff. You don't know what job he does or what's in there. And then when, it, like, the whole house is destroyed, it, I don't know. Uh, one thing that I did take away from Project X was the fact that there are, like, two or three jokes that I did laugh at. Um that served no purpose to the story whatsoever. <laughs> were, the, were those jokes there for you as well? I mean, there was a couple of times that I... Do you, know, do you remember the jokes? It was the one about the guy who like didn't want his wife to know he was at the party, and then he shows up on the news. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny to me. My friends... Okay, when I told my friends I hated it, they said, oh, you think the, the kid's security guards wasn't funny? And I was like... Yeah, I don't think that was funny. I think that was a... I mean, it was one of the better thought-out like gags in the movie, but it didn't give me like a ha-ha chuckle. I mean, I thought I think it's funny, but again, like it doesn't... It starts with like one of the early beats is that they tase this guy. So like it, it never heightens... Like when you start there, you need to go crazy and it, does, it doesn't feel like it does that. I'd say it does. It does... Because I mean, they burn the whole neighborhood down. And no, but I'm the saying the kids, come out. the kids' security. 
Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. each individual joke, I feel like, never... And, like, they have a sign that says only, like, naked girls only in the pool. Like, that's just... That's one of the moments when I was watching this movie, and I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah. My girlfriend was asleep in bed next to me, and I just felt... I was like... I just hope she doesn't wake up and see like this, see what I'm doing. The thing about Project X that is the most unforgivable is that it's a bad movie that's not enjoyably bad. It's just bad. It just doesn't have like, like I don't want to go back to it and watch it. It's just, it's stressful to watch. Yeah. And not in like a good way where it's like kind of like a thought provoking way, like Requiem for a Dream or something like that type of stressful to watch. I just watched Hereditary last night again too. Yeah. Like that type of stressful to watch. It's like, no, I just have better shit to do than watch <laughs> Project X. It puts me in a bit of a existential crisis where I'm saying, oh, f- I'm start thinking about the shit I need to get done <laughs> with my life. And like, oh fuck, I need to do this and this and this. There were some moments that I thought were good. It's one of the things... When Miles Teller showed up, like, I didn't know when this movie was made. And I thought, I was like, is this Miles Teller the actor? Because I thought that was actually be kind of funny that, like, he, as the famous actor, is coming to this party. But it's not. No, it is. They said Miles Teller's here. Yeah, but it's not him as the famous actor. It's him as, like, some kid that they know from... They, they, his name is Miles Teller in the movie, but he's not Miles Teller the actor. That's also confusing, but, like... Miles Teller, I mean, I guess it makes more sense with the time that it came out because Miles Teller was not an A-list celebrity at that time, as far as I know. He was just kind of this guy. Yeah, exactly. So they were saying Miles Teller, who is some kid who they knew from high school who graduated before them, and that's why they're excited to see him. I... That's not even a funny joke. (laughs) I'm not saying... That's what I'm saying. I know, (laughs) I know, I agree, and I'm just... I don't know. It just makes me more frustrated with the movie. You like, know who executive produced that movie? Joker uh, yeah. director Todd yeah, Phillips. Yeah, I know. Todd Phillips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting because that is actually one of the movies that's helped Jokerize me lately. <laughs> Project X? <laughs> yeah. We do live in a society that doesn't want to party. So I'd, I'd give that movie like a 4 out of 10. Cause... That's surprisingly high. Wow. Yeah, like... I don't know. It's, I don't know. Uh, something I've thought, something weird that I've noticed is like watching movies that are in TV shows that are like only 10 years old. Like the amount of gay jokes that got thrown around back then. It's insane. It's mm-hmm. like every, every episode of every show, like you don't remember it, but like the office, that was like a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, the office does it through its characters whereas i think when project x does it i'm not saying it's the same sort of joke but like yeah 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 watching like all sorts of old shows it is like the joke is just saying oh you're gay they still happen they still happen from time to time but yeah i mean to a much lesser extent like it's and i think there's they're more well thought out like uh you know always sunny has that has max character arc where he finds out that he's gay and after years of being accused of being gay he finds out that he actually is but like a two like there's a a shitty 2006 movie it's like i show you i, I pull up a picture and i'm like hey bro look at this and it's like a picture of a dude's dick and i'm like oh you're so gay <laughs> and it's like but wait you're the one who showed him the picture <laughs> oh dude yeah i 
I swear, I went to high school with the type of dudes who'd be like in the locker room and be like, I bet if I bet if I kissed you right now, you'd like it, you fucking homo. I bet I bet if I slapped your ass, you fucking like it, dude. Like, legitimately, I think I've heard that <laughs> at my high school before. People just go and be Bro, like, "Bro, you're so gay. You'd love it if I kissed you right now, wouldn't you? I bet you'd love it. It'd drive you crazy, dude. You're so gay. Just, you'd love it if I. You'd love it if I just stared long in your eyes right now. You'd love it if I went on a date with you, <laughs> and then we went to the beach and went. We went for a walk, dude. You're so gay. If I held your hand right now, you'd fucking not even. You'd not even bring it away from my hand. You're so gay. Your parents would disown you if you told them. <laughs> dude, you're so gay. <laughs> Your hands are like really soft. Like I like I want them on me. <laughs> I can't wait until this is like used out of context to cancel us I one know, day. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're saying that those jokes are bad. Okay. Uh, this is this is satire, saying, and like like all satire, we're declaring it as such. I'm saying that those jokes are bad, and uh, I believe they were made by multiple people in my high school. Um, and I, bro, you're so straight. I bet you'd like it if a girl came in here right now. <laughs> bro, you should, what are you gonna? Who has that? There's a there's a comedian who has a joke about if gay people acted like straight people to to straight people, like, and they they went up to straight guys and they're like, oh, what are you gonna go go home and kiss your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Walk your regular sized dog? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you love it if you slap that girl's ass right now, wouldn't you? <laughs> but you like looking at girls' butts all day, dude. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, Project X, not not a great movie. It's just like so much of its DNA is taken from other teen movies, like like Ferris Bueller. In other movies, yeah, that I want it to do what it does to such an absurd level that like you can't help but just enjoy it, you know. Like a movie like John Wick, like it's it's just John Wick going on a killing spree, but it's like to such absurd degrees. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw when they put the pin back in the grenade, like that's I love that. <laughs> You've seen so you have seen Hobbs. Yeah, and we've Shaw talked now. about it on the show oh, several times. I, t- I remember me talking about the show, talking about it on the show, but I don't remember you talking about it. Like, yes, the party does get out of control, but I want to see it to such extreme, like, the craziest thing that you could possibly imagine. Once again, I do think that the craziest thing you can imagine happens, but it's just, you one, you kind of know it's going to happen, and two, it just happens. Like, they don't, they, they just state it, and it, it goes really dark when it does happen. It seems like they're making it seem... Like bad things are happening. I mean, yeah, I guess they are the whole time, but there, there's no joke to go with it. It's just so matter of fact. Like, oh yeah, they burn the neighborhood down and the military gets called. Yeah, that's what happens. They don't make a joke about it. None of that. They have the kid on his roof, and he and everyone's like, oh, he's the coolest. He got expelled. He's the coolest in school. And then he's like, yeah, I have friends now. But the thing that, is, like, that's that's like the worst message to give to <laughs> teens too. That's that's the uh, that's the end that it's promising from the from the first five minutes when his dad is like, don't do anything crazy, don't mess up the house. Like, that's the thing that your parents are like, don't burn the house down. So like, to just 
it's like the first thought yeah. instead of instead of like something just ex- extremely wild and unexpected does does he have does he have uh underage sex in that movie does anyone have underage sex in that movie um i don't think he has sex there's definitely like sex happening i don't i mean well imagine a, a lot of those characters you don't know how old they are cuz it's just so people who showed up risky statements aside let's talk about throwing a party like that at your own neighborhood and not even getting laid <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that yeah but he he realized that he loves the girl he's known his entire life yeah but you'd think they'd at least uh, like this is what kiss it, or something right? yeah i think they yeah i don't know to what extent they go but imagine burning your whole neighborhood down having the military called and you didn't even you didn't even get But then laid. there's that like really attractive girl who just inexplicably is like, "Hey, I I have something for you." Oh yeah. Hey, let's do body shots. Like the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, there are portions of that. There are long portions of that movie. I'd say most of the movie is uncomfortable <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Uh but Darren, this might this might bump it up a point. It is it is it was filmed at the same high school American Vandal was filmed at. Oh, that's really nice. Okay, that high school must be really needing money or something. I don't know why they film so many things there, but at least, yeah, we got... what Was it the first season of American Vandal? I think so. Okay. Well, we got one really good thing out Piece of it. Piece of art. Have we heard anything? Have you been up to date on the resurrection of that show? I was looking it up fairly recently, and I haven't seen anything. Okay, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I I truly did think that that was like definitely top ten productions of Netflix. I think it's one of the one of the best pieces of art. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, it might be. I mean, really, <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about art, you think, okay, the Eiffel Tower, Van Gogh, Mona Lisa. Yep, Van Gogh, Every, the artist. Everything Van Gogh did, his ear specifically. And then American Vandal. And honestly, I mean, bump Mona Lisa out of there. Yeah. I'd say the Eiffel Tower. Who even, who even painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, it was da Vinci, right? Yeah. It was Lenny da Vinci. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what, that's, that's what I keep hearing. Anyway, go on. That's American Vandal is one of the greatest pieces of art. Darren, I know that we're kind of far into this, and we should we should, we should start get into we should bracket. get into it. But I have one more question. What's that? Do you think that this year, or next year, will finally be the year that we get a female Freddy Krueger? I think fans have been clamoring for it for so long. Who I'd, would who would play her? And what would her name change to? Freddy could be a girl's name. Like with an eye, like yeah. Freddy with an eye. Freddy with a heart. <laughs> I've, never, I've never met any woman named Freddy in my life. No, it, it can be. Uh, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Let's see who would. Like a French, like Freddy, like F R E D I. No, no, no two double D's. D. Two why, D's. why two D's? Uh, double D's. Okay, I I know what you mean now. I think honestly, like, I don't know if we could get this casting, but I think it should be Meryl Streep. Oh, they, yeah, they wouldn't even need that much makeup. I just, like, I think that... 
for so long people have said, when will we get a female version of the reanimated corpse of the burnt-to-death pedophilic janitor, Freddy Krueger? As a woman. Yeah, a female version. So is the janitor a woman when she dies? So she was banging little boys? Or little girls. Like just scissoring them or something? We don't need to get into the details of like this pedophile. This pedophile's actions. I mean, I, I guess we we don't we don't fully know what Freddy did. We don't we don't see his acts. I don't think that we need we to. We don't really need to get into it. With <laughs> what if they spent half the movie getting into what female Freddy Krueger did? We, we need a Joker for Freddy. <laughs> Todd, if you're out there. Oh my god. The the the. The climax is him being burnt to death. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is going to happen within our lifetime. Is like I bet we will in our lifetime get a Freddy Krueger origin story. I'm sure. Uh, it probably won't be Wes Craven's old nightmare. <laughs> what right back to the beginning? <laughs> It'll be Wes Craven's posthumous script when they they dug up. <laughs> It'll be, and people will be like, why did he make this? And it, that'll be like the the main sentiment. And a lot of people will be like, well, he didn't. There's a reason he, he never made this movie. <laughs> yeah. But can it be, can we get a female Freddy? We almost. Make it a French lady. Okay. And I'm down. I'm game. Freddy Krueger? Yeah, exactly. Freddy Krueger? Yeah. <laughs> I think that Freddy is the most the most uh, phallic. He has the most phallic weapon would in, she, in film history. I would not. His agree. nose. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would not agree with that. Uh, what would her catchphrase? Would she just be like "Chocolate Blue, bitch"? Uh, she would still call everyone "bitch," right? I'm not sure. Or would she go the other way and just say? See, there's not really a that, there's not really a word. Merci, bitch. A female French Freddy Krueger is what we need. Keep the change, dick. <laughs> so she calls. No, I think I think you have she's to gender gotta, swap. No, it. she's just got to take control of bitch. Take it back. You just got to take it back. Yeah. I think we're the ones to write this movie. Uh, New Line. Wow, Jake Sorry. just bumped that mixer. New Line. You heard it here first. Get the Snickles boys to write your movie. What? Yeah. I mean, what I think would be great about it is I think we could crack it out in about a weekend because a lot of it, a lot of it would be copy and paste. Like the the biggest issue I don't think would be changing it from Freddy to Freddy. I think it'd be just some modernizations, you know? Yeah. Like no one really drives a, <clears throat> a cloth, a fabric convertible these days. And she's got to kill <clears throat> one of those like bros who like talks about lucid dreaming all the time. <laughs> She's got to kill one of them. Let's put Joe Rogan in our movie. <laughs> Bro, you're so gay. I bet you would hate it if I lucid dreamed about you. Not saying Joe <laughs> Rogan would be that bro, but the guy would listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah. Do you think Joe Rogan... I mean, Joe Rogan probably think, likes all of his fans, but do you think he likes those fans? I would be surprised if Joe Rogan liked all of his fans. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. There are some <laughs> there's some iffy Joe Rogan fans. Uh, should we? Okay. Should we get into the bracket? I, that's just something I wanted to pitch. It's it's it is Halloween season after all. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
the bracket, it's hobbies. We talked about it last time. The first the first half, we went through 16 matchups, 8 matchups, 16. I want to say 16, 16 teams. Yeah, 16 hobbies. <clears throat> We're left with just the best. So let's just get into it. We have knitting or just, you know, uh, what's that called? Needle needle crafts? I wanted to call like, it yarn work. Knitting, crocheting, yeah. whatever the other one is, yeah. Yeah, uh, versus origami, the Japanese art of folding and unfolding paper into shapes. I do think that origami... Do people, do people in 2020 need, need an explanation of origami? <laughs> Maybe, dude. I don't know if everyone knows anymore what it is. Kids kids are going to be like, oh, I, I think I've heard of origami, but what is paper? <laughs> um, I think that... Um, man, knitting is very practical and origami is good for your brain. I know that it makes your brain more efficient. Yeah. These are in some ways, these are very similar crafts. Cause it's just like, like something that's pretty relaxing and just like creating something. <coughs> uh, <clears throat> but knitting like has a much more and crocheting and whatever has a, like you can wear a, a, a knitted hat and I guess you can. You could uh you could origami a boat and then r- put it in the stream if it's a really rainy day or have your brother do it cuz you don't feel like going outside. Yeah. But you have you have to be careful it doesn't go in the drain. That's in- true. The gutter. That's true. Um Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh I, I would say with in that regard, origami's gotten humanity into a lot more trouble than knitting. Because I can't really think of many bad situations that have come out of knitting. I can't think of that situation in particular to come out of origami. Yeah. Also paper cuts. Oh, paper cuts. Yeah. So Pennywise and paper cuts. My Those are my two favorite death metal bands. Pennywise and... That's my one favorite death metal band. <laughs> Pennywise and paper cuts. Uh, it's got a little ampersand, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so... What, but which one like is is cooler to see? Origami's cooler to see. Yeah. See, that's knitting's not, but knitting you end up with a scarf or a hat or a, some gloves. It's very practical. You can. This isn't what's the most practical though, because no, this that... is what we would are interested. We would be interested in a significant other or friend. That's true. To have this hobby. That's true. So, orig- that being said, probably origami for me because I could say, hey, babe, or hey, buddy, hey, 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 Joe, hey, Rogan. buddy, Joe, Joe Rogan, our friend, Biden, even, you know, oh. uh, hey, sleepy Joe, hey, sleepy Joe, can you knit me a, a sweater? That sounds like a hugely disrespectful story. <laughs> we are actually, we are actually in talks to have Joe, uh, Joe Biden knit the sweater for our female Freddy reboot. Is Kamala Harris going to play female Freddy? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a new boogeyman in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the Banks. <laughs> uh, I think origami is cool, but I think after a while, after so many origami... After so many sessions of watching origami, I think I'd get bored of it. And knitting, I'd probably get bored from the start, but I'd be expecting it after a certain point. And I would 
probably start to appreciate it beyond the boredom. And just for what I get out of the end. Because, like, collecting origami is... It's very similar to, like, collecting Funko Pops, like you were talking about last <laughs> last week. It's It's similar, but I would say, well... I think it's better if it's like your friend is making this origami. I think that's like a cooler thing. But at the same time, like it is just paper. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about, so I'm trying to imagine, because like, yes, knitting is practical, but at the same time, like when have you ever, <laughs> I need a hat, but I have two weeks to wait. <laughs> like when has that ever been the situation? I need <laughs> I need a scarf, but it can wait two months. I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, people can knit you something in, like, a couple days. It's, like, the same amount as if you, like, bought it on Amazon. You know, you could probably have it from Amazon in, like, three to five business days. Yeah, wh- which of those hats is going to be warmer? Which of those hats is going to be warmer? It just depends on the knitting. It depends which on, like, the... It depends on the material your friend is using to knit with. I'm just one like, which would you be more impressed by? Uh, man. If, if you answer incorrectly. I know. I know that there's a right and a wrong answer. I'm still going to pick knitting as okay, my Okay, that's crazy because you just a minute ago you said, I'm going to go with origami. Oh, I thought I said knitting. Well, I'm just going to pick knitting. <laughs> I, it goes to knitting for me. Uh I'm going to I'm going to say origami just cuz I think I think the skill I'd be more interested in. Like yes, the outcome is cooler with knitting sometimes, but I don't even know if that's true. Like a a pop-up book? That's a pop-up book. Pop-up books are 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 pretty baller. They're very baller. Um, all right. I'm, I, we're going to our tiebreaker, which of course is uh, Jake and I look up each. We put each of the word, we put our word that we voted for into the search bar in YouTube. And then we find the video that has the most views and the video with more views wins. Darren, I, I'm having some real flashbacks right now. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't know if you had the same experience as me. I'm, I'll tell you in a second what I'm talking about. But all right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, two one. Fifty-four million. million. Wow, origami wins. How to make a paper ninja star shuriken? Did you have these in middle school? No, but I made. Well, I saw people make them, but I made claws, and I taught oh, my yeah. I taught my nephew okay. how to make them recently. You can wear them and put them on your finger. Yeah. You can stack Speaking them and of make Freddy, them longer. Yeah, this they used to be called. My friend's mom called them Freddy fingers after I taught him how to make them. This, I mean, this, like, if you had a paper ninja star in in middle school, that was the economy. That was, like that. That was it. Oh yeah. So thinking of like that, the the claws, a the cootie S catcher. Thing. The S thing. Okay, well, that's not really related. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the that's one of the hobbies in this is drawing the S, drawing that S that everyone knows how to draw. Yeah. One time when I was in elementary school, I saw my friend drawing it, drawing that S, and I was like, "How do you do that?" And she was like, "You taught me how to do it." I was like, "Well, there's a Mandela effect <laughs> for you." I was like, "I really don't remember that," <laughs> but I mean, look, I'm not. 
I'm not saying that I'm better than you, but I do have an S that my, my last name starts with S. So wow, I had some major opportunities to draw that S. My middle name ends with S. So Darren Phineas Hone. Mm-hmm. I had some real opportunities to make my S as well. Yeah, because you were always writing your full middle name, not yeah, just the first papers? three letters. Yeah, I had a lot of legal stuff to get through. <laughs> Uh, you were the witness to your parents' divorce. I was. I had to, they needed a, a key witness, and that was me. My sister said, "Nope, not going to touch that one." Put on, put on uh, Darren, four-year-old Darren. <laughs> and Darren said, "I don't care as long as my mom never gets a house." <laughs> they heard that, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have woodworking versus skateboarding. One thing that can lead to the other. It's true. I When I was in shop class in middle school, I made a skateboard. You had shop class in middle school? Oh, yeah, baby. What the hell? Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> I'd never had, I never had the option for a shop class. I did, I did tech theater. Our shop teacher is disgraced now because he kept coming on to his students, and um, he's in jail now, I believe. Oh, boy. Or maybe he's out on parole. I don't know. But he is a registered sex offender. All right. My uh, my middle school math teacher, similar story, but uh, went went the whole way. <laughs> have we ever talked about this? On the, I'm sure we have. Maybe. But I don't know if my... I don't think my shop teacher ever went the whole way. But what, When the allegations came out, my principal at the school said, look, I know my staff. That That wouldn't have happened. Well, guess what? You don't. <clears throat> yeah, so she was fired. A lot of people were fired. It was a... Big mess. Yeah. Uh, anyway. This uh, is a toughie. <laughs> woodworking versus skateboarding. I think that... I think woodworking when you're a kid, it like you don't really get it. You don't, you don't get what it is. Whereas skateboarding, I think, looks so cool. And I think like as you get older, you start to appreciate woodworking more. And skateboarding, you're like, those damn kids... Yeah, I've been feeling that lately. I made, so I did make a skateboard in shop class. Uh, um, what kind of pop did that thing have? I never used it. I just hung it up as artwork. Did Did it look good? It was like... I did put, it look like the fucking Back to the Future skateboard? I put Rasta colors on it, <laughs> and then I did a little design that I uh, that I thought was cool, that I thought I was going to trademark one day. <laughs> the swastika? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the design? It's like a double smiley face. It's like a f- smiley face and a frowny face. <laughs> So it's like a colon with like a a, a parenthesis underneath it, and then another colon. Oh! So if you flip it, it's a frowny face. If you put it this is way, is that it's... even your original design? As far as I knew, it was. I never saw it anywhere before that. All right. It it just looked like you're very bad with English punctuation. It'd be very disappointing <laughs> if some some corporation heard this podcast and took that design and. That's actually going to be trademarked. It. <laughs> that's the logo for the new Freddy series that we're pitching to New Line. Okay, well, that's uh, that's a shame. <laughs> um, but did it look good? Like obviously the Rasta It looked okay. I mean, it was like faded Rasta colors. But did it look like a skateboard? Yeah, it did. It had like it had the curves and everything. It was a little bit too wide. 
<laughs> it looks like an 80s skateboard. Yeah. It, well, no, it did it, not really. It was like it was curved on both ends, and it had like the wheel, like the, the curve for the trucks and everything. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was. Did just, it dip down on top? Yeah, it did. For where the grip tape goes. Yeah. I think of that as the top of the skateboard. And great. And um, I think of the part where your back foot goes. That's the tail. Yeah. Great. Um, and the front, the part where your foot goes is the nose. Where your foot goes? Yeah, where your foot goes. I thought your foot went on the tail. That's your back foot. Your foot goes on the nose. Your foot does not, it wouldn't go on the nose unless you're kind of... Just like Project X, it goes right on the nose. Um, yeah, I wanted to make it wider because I thought I liked skating wider boards. And then I uh, made it and... <laughs> It was it was too wide, so I just hung it up as as art. Did your shop teacher it. do a lot to help you with that project? A little bit, yeah. But I did you know. ever have to stay late to? No. Okay. I just remembered i I had a tech class in middle school, and we're getting way off topic here. This is gonna be a long episode. This is gonna be a real long episode. I took a tech class and my friend and I were trying to make this connects roller coaster. And when of we, of course you were, when we pulled the box out, there was a sticky note on it that said, dear blank. I'm sorry that your husband killed you. And the name, <laughs> what? the no name, way. the name was the wife of our, our tech teacher's name. What? Yeah. And, and we we like we grabbed it and we saw it and then our tech teacher goes oh I need that and he took it. Oh my god! And I don't, I've I've never to this day reckoned with that like it oh. that that really fucked me up for like weeks in middle school. Yeah, no kidding. And like I still what, was he pulling a prank on us? Did he kill his wife and someone? Why? No, dear blank. If he signed off on it, he was telling it to no, someone. No, no, no. It was someone writing a note to his wife, like saying, "I'm sorry, your husband killed you." What? Like, I don't want to say our. I don't want to say the tech teacher's name, but let's say it's Mr. Hone. It was like, "Dear Mrs. Hone, I'm sorry, your husband killed you." What? Yeah. I'm just beside myself right now. I. He's probably like these dumb kids. <laughs> they won't understand what this means. Is this just like something he he picks one group and just torments them? I know. I'll hide it in the connects <laughs> box. It was on top of the connects <laughs> box. I know where I'll hide this. These dumb kids will never suspect a thing. I'll put it right on top of the connects box. This is my confession. <laughs> there, I confessed. Somebody lock me up. Come on. Wow. Like what? That's nuts. <laughs> what school did you go to? Should I say? If you want. I went to Rocky Heights Middle School. And where was this teacher located? What wing of the school was this teacher located? Uh, that's not really how it worked. Oh, okay. Great. I wonder... I, wonder I went I to school at a him. hospital, so... <laughs> there were wings for all the classrooms. Um, and we did... Yes, we did get wings. On Fridays. What the fuck? I don't understand. I don't understand what this is. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to. We really need to. Out. We really need to talk about the bracket. Yeah, we should talk about some woodworking. Uh, I don't think I've given any opinions <laughs> about one way or the other. Skateboarding. Skateboarding is. It's a lot of fun. 
it's it's hard to do but what's nice about skateboarding is that like with just a skateboard and some shoes i mean any shoes but like having skate specific shoes is very helpful you can go and like learn some tricks and do some stuff and it's gonna take a long time and you're gonna fall whereas woodworking as we talked last time like even even just like a drill and a saw and some wood you could probably you could still fall woodworking that's true it just be unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I'm glad you're getting this back on topic. <laughs> Whereas with woodworking, it's like there's just more initial investment. It's just it's harder to get started. Uh, what what are you thinking here, Darren? Um, if we're going for practicality again, uh, you know, like having a friend that's that resourceful. Because woodworking does, it's another thing that's kind of like origami where it makes you think critically. Uh, skateboarding does in a way, but not as much as woodworking does. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, skateboarding is sick. There's no <laughs> denying that. Skateboarding is dope. And yeah, like you said, you're probably going to fall if you try to learn, you know. But like I said before, you can't. You you're not you can't be too sure you won't fall in the wood shop somewhere. That's there's true. there's wood pieces everywhere you might sawdust. Slip. There's other things people aren't considering about woodworking that you probably could be shocked. even. You, you could, could cut your hand off. Someone could come into the wood shop and <laughs> shoot you. <laughs> someone could my, literally My middle school technology teacher could find you. <laughs> he could hear your podcast after all these years. You're the only living <laughs> you're the only living witness. He could hunt you down. Okay, there's hey, there's the plot to the movie right there. <laughs> um, yeah, if you if you were woodworking, anything could happen. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking like so if if you're on Tinder or whatever, and you see a girl, and it's like I skate. First of all, marry her. But I think if you saw. Like if you saw someone, if you saw someone who skates versus someone who does woodworking, I just think like you 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 could get more out of woodworking, and I think like that's that's someone who I would rather have in my life because it's like oh maybe I can like learn from them and use their tools and make like these things that I would like to make, but I don't have the fucking space or the equipment for that. Yeah, um, I think that you could use a, use that friend more. Versus oh, a, very nice of you. Versus a, I would never use my friends for my own benefit. I know. <laughs> versus, um, like skateboarding, your friend's not going to do as cool of a trick as you could just Google, especially while you're watching. Yeah, they'd be like, "Shit, no, hold on, <laughs> wait, no, I swear, I I landed this once." I can only primo flip when people aren't watching, <laughs> but I can still do it. No, I swear, I swear. I just have to record it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I, 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 I'll record it, but I can only get the audio. Skateboarding still is pretty practical if you if you, if you you do it yourself, if you end up doing it yourself. That's a pretty... It's, a, it's, very, it's low emissions. It's no emissions. Well, hardly any emissions because you still got to make the skateboards. Yeah. But you barely any of the shoes are made in sweat sweatshops you can get point a to point b in short distances with just some some knee grease baby yeah as long as it's downhill but without woodworking skateboarding wouldn't exist really 
Yep, and that's what the bracket's about. So I don't know. I I'm gonna say this is I don't dude, this one's tough. This one's really tough. I really am at a crossroads. I don't know which one to pick. I like both of these. I like both of these. I think to have a friend I think having a friend who woodworks would just be more interesting because I don't like I, I've had a lot of friends who skate in my life and I've skated myself. That is true. So I think like just it, it's a little bit more like foreign to me. And I think like it it could be it could be more practical. Well, I've said that several times. But yeah, I agree with that. I think it's more rare, it's more unique of a skill when people woodwork. So I, for that reason I'll pick woodworking. Plus Jesus Christ was a carpenter, so friend of the show. Yeah. All right, Darren. Probably not anymore now that we're back to cussing. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh tabletop gaming versus comedy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I think I think I know where Darren's going to fall on this. He's well, going to say that they're both really really cool and that he thinks that people should respect people who do them more. Um here's the thing. This getting into the subjectivity once again of this bracket. Um I do open like I I'm in I'm in the comedy circuit. I know if just because we picked last match. Have you ever met TJ of, Miller? No. Well then we picked last matchup based on the like the u- uniqueness of woodworking and that's that's what got it to win. For me, I feel that uh to most people, they probably don't know too many people who do comedy. Um but because it's me and I'm like in I like know a lot of people in comedy, I feel like I've always known somebody who has done comedy. <clears throat> and tabletop gaming <clears throat> I feel like for someone who hasn't done comedy, like if I had never done comedy, <clears throat> never done that scene in my entire life, I feel like it would be a lot more I would find more people who have done table who like do tabletop gaming than I would who do comedy. It's less risk to do tabletop gaming. Uh, more entertainment though, I would say because <laughs> with tabletop gaming, there's so such less of a chance for it to like with comedy, there's kind of almost a 50 50 chance that the comedian is going to suck or you're going to suck. If you, if you get into comedy, you're going to have bad shows. Like if for sure, unless you do one show and it goes pretty well and you quit, like you're, you're going to have bad shows. <laughs> yeah. If you pursue comedy, we've talked about, we performed, we perform. we had a paid show for like years, two years, I think like two years, two yeah. years. We had a paid show and we had some really bad experiences. I've had like PTSD from, <laughs> from some of the shows we've done. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I mean, I've, said on this podcast before the worst show i've told the story of the worst show i've ever done ever and it still is yeah i think it was one of the shows we did i think we've told this story many many times uh quite possibly but that's basically given me some sort some form of ptsd about just comedy in general yeah i think that there's absolutely more i have the word like it's it's much more intimidating to get into comedy i would say 
Oh, yeah. That's um, why I think it's more rare. Yeah. But I also, like, if we're talking about in terms of who would we rather have, like, what would we rather have our friends do? I feel like, and I, I said this last time, and it's not universally true. I have a lot of friends who've done comedy whose, who's, uh, you know, company I enjoy. But I do feel like sometimes there's just, like, that, that pressure. It's, like, so either someone's trying really hard to be funny or it's, like, you feel like you have to be funny. Yeah. And I feel like some of my best experiences, like, gaming is when it's just, like, so unexpected that something really funny happens. Yeah. And it just feels a lot more organic versus like this show where it, it all you can you can tell that we're just following a script even what i just said is written down yeah everything yeah every, i mean everything we say this hardly qualifies as like comedy because it's not funny <laughs> and it's all scripted yeah i mean if if project x is considered a comedy then i guess you could consider this <laughs> i think that you you drive a good point home about like you're f- having a friend who does comedy because Having a friend who does comedy, I know from firsthand experience and being that friend, uh, it kind of, it's not, it doesn't pay off very well (laughs) because they're constantly asking you to go to their shows. They're constantly like, like, it's great. Yeah. They're the funny guy. You know, sometimes if they're a good comic, they're, they're the funny guy, but a lot of times they're not. A lot of times they just think they're funny. Um, me for instance, I think I... (laughs) I'm not the funny guy, but I have a different persona when I'm in person than when I do when I'm like performing. Yeah, and that's that goes back to that thing where it's like, oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Yeah, every comic, every to- comic's four favorite words. <laughs> uh, and with tabletop gaming, it's a lot more simple. There's always something new. I feel like as long as you're willing to try it. Um, there's always a new game you can try. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of games, millions of games you could play. Just 600 billion games out there. (laughs) Uh, I think like what it sort of comes down to is that tabletop gaming, you sort of need to find like the right group of friends and with the internet, that's a lot easier in some ways. Like you need to find that group of friends and like hold on to them. Whereas with comedy, like that is something that you can do on your own. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that, that cuts both ways where it's, like, you can do it on your own. But, like, yeah. to just go do open mics on your own, like, that's that's the work. But that's not fun. No, dude. And, <laughs> and, 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 like, I would never invite a friend to an open mic. People have said, let me come out and watch your open mic. And I usually say no. <laughs> Don't come because, one, that's embarrassing for me to, like, have friends come to an open mic. And, two, <laughs> it's not enjoyable. It's not like a show. Yeah. It's like comics trying their worst material and trying to make it work. In <clears throat> tabletop gaming, the game's already Hey bro, made. let me let me let me try some of the first batch of like cookies you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> tabletop gaming, the game's already made. It's been made by a company by, or like your friend or whatever. It's already there. The rules are thought out most of the time. Uh there's not much that can go wrong. All you can do is just play. That's really it. And you can play whenever you want. They want to hang out with you. Comedians, you want to hang out with them. And they got to go. They got a show coming up. They they got to go. Yeah, that's true, too. It's like networking. You, have to, you always have to find someone bigger than you. But And also, 
on top of them always having to go, they're always telling you, hey, come to my come <laughs> to my show. It's five dollars. Come take my improv class. Or yeah, come take my improv <laughs> class. I'm getting like referral points or something like that. Like you always have to spend money on your comedian friends. You might have to buy a board game here or there for your tabletop gaming friends, but um I mean it just depends on how frequently because I feel like you can get a lot of good mileage out of one tabletop game. Absolutely. Depending on how you play for like a year, you know? Um, I'm gonna say tabletop gaming for this because comedy is great and it is one of the most difficult professions I stand by that but having a friend as a comedian is tough dude it's like a chore yeah uh yeah I mean they might be funny but it's it's just tough having a friend who's a comedian is probably like having a kid who's a comedian it's like okay I know I'm gonna have to support you for the rest of your life (laughs) like I I I love you because I have to but yeah (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna also pick tabletop gaming yeah we are we are moving at a glacial pace here. Wow. Hunting versus surfing. Uh well we got a bunch of good ones though. Yeah. Um, I made a good I made a good bracket. This is a good bracket. Uh as we said before, there are um econo- there are there are uh ecological benefits to uh hunting murdering animals. To murdering animals yourself, doing it yourself. <laughs> Uh, also surfing is, I mean, there's, it's fine. You, you know, gotta drive to the beach, you gotta drive to the beach. That's true. Well, I mean, typically a lot of surfers are beach bumps. You take, too. you take your car to work. I'll take my board. <laughs> I'll surf down the, <laughs> I'll surf down the ocean and find the inlet to get to my work. <laughs> um, Hey, don't make fun of me. Make fun of Weezer. Uh, Yeah. Um, that's another thing. If you surf, you listen to Weezer probably. So yeah, that's true. So probably not that great. And you probably, you probably have a Rasta board. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think hunting is, hunting is a nice, that's a, that's a nice hobby. It might seem horrible to, you know, animal rights people, um, people like that, but it's, more humane than what factory farming does to animals. I think that like hunting is more humane than buying a t-shirt at target. (laughs) Uh, how so? Cause like sweatshops and that's true. Like anything you you do, it's made in China. It has to be shipped here. Like anything you do to avoid the corporate pleasures of the world. Uh, I think we're at a point where like, no one has any ethical high ground. Like no, like any any difference between us is such like a like. I mean, there are people out there who like live off of the grid in like a house that they made from mud, and like that. That's like the 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 absolute extreme, like point zero 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 one percent or whatever. Like obviously, forget them. Like everyone else, we're just trying to get by by ourselves. Like I'm sure that every single day we all make a decision that harm someone else in the world oh yeah at least at least one person like you don't e- don't even get out of bed and you're harming people you're just i'm just gonna stay i'm just gonna stay in bed and watch youtube using this electricity that's killing the world like it's i don't know it's all um, the world is a dark place as a hobby uh i think that we we talk about trophy hunting too 
and how it's like it's fucked up but um because you're not it's not like you're eating that elephant you just killed you're just you're just saying hey i killed the elephant but um there's an adam ruins everything about how trophy hunting is good for those ecosystems uh they bring money to produce more of those endangered species that they might be killing um they're breeding more animals that way and uh that is a positive that's a plus that comes out of trophy hunting that kind of unforeseen unexpected plus uh and what is the other one what 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 else are we talking what's the other surfing surfing there is pretty much nothing that can <laughs> there's like no someone could walk out to the walk out to the jetty and shoot you there's no <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that happens a lot more often than people getting shot while hunting yeah yeah so dick cheney just walks out to the ocean and just fires randomly <laughs> i think that hunting is more practical uh it's more resourceful but surfing is thinking about the type of people who do both yeah like, uh, i mean obviously there's no there's no rules for anything but i think a surfer is more of a chill person and a hunter is more of someone who might have political views that I disagree with. <laughs> That's true. Are we are we picturing like the ideological friend? No. Of our dreams I here. I don't think so necessarily. I think we're just imagining like if we if we came across someone and we you know we like them enough and we're thinking we're thinking about we're thinking about getting into a friendship with them. We're thinking about taking the next step and putting putting the label on it, making it Facebook official. We find out that they they hunt, or they find out that they surf. And again, like this is a little bit. This d- doesn't apply because we live in Colorado. I think honestly, if if we put it that way, I'm gonna pick surfing. As as much as I agree with hunting and how eth- how how much more ethical hunting is than just going to like Arby's. <laughs> I, I do think that surfing would just be more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, more enjoyable to do. Because you also got to deal with like, with softies, like soy boy beta cucks like me and Jake, <laughs> shooting and killing a deer might be kind of kind of rough on our psyche for a, for, a, for a split second. You know, maybe the first couple kills might be a little tough for us. Yeah, look, I started watching Apocalypse Now and I couldn't get through the first five minutes. It was so rough. It was so much for me. So this is, yeah, I mean... This is soy soy boy beta snickles. Um, I'm gonna pick surfing. Uh, we've we've made our point. Let's move on. Surfing wins. Into the hemipine the hemi the hemipine round. Darren sees a candle. He's removing the, the the lid, and he's now sniffing. That's nice pumpkin bourbon. Ooh, that's nice. Darren made a face. I couldn't I couldn't quite read it first. It was like. Like he he looks oh that is a, that's a good candle yeah do you know that breathing oh. the fumes of a lit candle is worse than breathing car exhaust fumes? All right, all right, Darren, <laughs> Darren coming in with why? Because the particles from the wax are worse for your lungs than car mm. exhaust. Interesting. Yep. Do you know that uh, shooting yourself in the head is worse for your health than eating one chia seed? Uh, where'd you get that? Is it Adam ruins everything? 
Okay, that's not that's not where I got my. Facts. Adam ruins shooting yourself in the head. <laughs> you could die. What's the what's the hemipene matchup, Jake? Uh, the first hemipene matchup is origami versus woodworking. Two crafts. Oh, I mean, this one's pretty easy for me. One of them practical. One of them impractical. I'm gonna say woodworking, dude. It's pretty easy, like. Woodworking is still like I would say these are equally as impressive, uh, and one just offers you something you can actually use, whereas yeah. one of them, I mean, it's still impressive, but you're gonna you're not gonna get anything you can actually use. Okay, Darren acts like you can't throw a paper shuriken at a friend. You can throw it at him, but you can <laughs> you'd do a lot more damage with a wooden one <laughs> or a table saw. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pick woodworking as well. I think it's Yeah, I mean we've we've said a lot about both of these things. I think origami is a really cool thing, but woodworking is just it's just it's just a different thing. And Jesus did it. Mm-hmm. Well he did carpentry. Yeah. Jesus was a carpenter, but he did woodworking. Mm. Are we sure about that? Yes. All right. Remember the there's there's pictures of the the step stool that Jesus made. He actually. <laughs> How many steps was it? How high was it? It was three, and he actually walked up it uh, at the end there. <laughs> and it was and it worked. It yeah. was all stable. Yeah. Nice. And he said, "I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the Bible. Stick a fork in me. That's the last. <laughs> That's the last thing he said to the Romans in the Bible. That was the end. It's just a flashback to that scene. No, he used it right at the end. Yeah, of course. He walked up it. Yeah. It's not a flashback. That was his stairway to heaven. Every wind on down the road. Gaming versus surfing. Tabletop gaming, I mean. Tabletop gaming. I don't mean video. Well, we took video gaming out first round. That one real quick. Yeah. Tabletop gaming versus surfing. Both enjoyable. Here's the thing about... These are two hobbies that I would say are enjoyable. This one's tougher than the last one, obviously. These are are hobbies that I could say... You don't totally... You you don't necessarily get a lot out of it reward-wise, but it is fun to do them. Is that crazy to say that I think these hobbies... These are some hobbies you can do just for a good time. Just to enjoy yourself, to kick back and relax. Well, there's exercise to be had with surfing as well. Sure, but I'm just saying, like, on the whole, I think that these are two of the hobbies that, you know, you can spend some money on them, you can just enjoy them. Just just have a good time. Um, living in Colorado, are we just assuming that we have ocean access for this one? Yeah, and I it's, think. And it's hot year-round? I, yeah, sure. Okay. The, the, what's, what's great about Colorado is you can... S- Ski in the morning and surf at night. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, and it's only it's only a nine hour drive between the two, <laughs> without traffic. So, <laughs> tabletop gaming is something you can do anywhere in the world at any time. You can do it when it's snowy outside. In fact, when it is snowy outside, it's actually preferred. Oh, baby, I, it's when my it's preferred cold time of tra- yeah. I get some hot cocoa, play some play some. Monopoly, play some D and D. Oh, don't play Monopoly. Why? Because there's there's six billion better games than Monopoly out there. I thought there was only six billion games. There's six billion to one games, and Monopoly is the worst. Oh, one. okay. 
<clears throat> um, you can play shoots and ladders when you're inside. Uh, <laughs> you play candy lands. You could play. <laughs> <laughs> so when, yeah, I mean, you can play it at any time, even when it's hot outside, but when it is hot outside and you have ocean access, uh, you can definitely surf. And sur- the good thing about surfing too, is it's one of those board sports. That's not really elitist kind of like snowboarding is and skiing. This is exactly what I was just thinking is that like, I think there is some elite elitism to D and D and other stuff like that sometimes where it's like, Oh, you don't know. You don't know what like a, a six level ranger does. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's a, it's a 400 page book and it's only part of the game. Yeah. Whereas I think like a surfer, like, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like any sur- pick 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 fifty surfers, and like forty nine of them would be like, "Hell yeah, bro! Like, come on! Like, l- let me show you some stuff. Let me try to help." Yeah, you know, like there's it's just a it's just a chill culture. Unless you're in Hawaii, if you're if you're trying if you're like not a local in Hawaii and you're trying to learn stuff from surfers, they might just kick your ass. From <laughs> what I've heard, uh, I think we're talking about more like California surfers, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, talking about surfers on the left coast. Yeah, the far left coast. Uh, yeah, I I think for that reason I'd probably pick if we're going judging on off of the type of person it is, uh, the lack of elitism, the exercise you get doing surfing. I'm there, gonna pick surfing. There actually could be some elitism with the surfer, and let me explain why. Okay. Let's do a little bit of role play. I'm I'm a Ooh. surfer. I'm a surfer, and you're just Darren, okay? Who am I? You're Darren Hone. Oh, okay. I think I know. I think I know how to do this. Oh, hey, bro, you want some of this weed? Oh, uh, what? You want some of this weed, man? I can't hear. I'm too stupid. Hey, do you want some of this weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. No, that's not what that's not what Darren would say. Oh no, I don't want weed. Oh, why not? I don't. I'm too stupid. No, that's not what Darren would... I don't smoke it. Oh, why not? Because I'm too stupid. No, what? Darren, that's not what, you, that's not what Darren would say. It gives me anxiety. Bro, it can't give you anxiety. Weed makes you less anxious. <laughs> I, I smoke it all the time. And I've never felt anxious before. I have so many friends. We all smoke weed and we never feel anxiety. It makes me feel so much more calm. That's true. <laughs> also, you haven't found the right strain yet. That's another one. No, bro, you were smoking, you were smoking indica. <laughs> <laughs> You need a head high. <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't smoke weed very often. Like I'll smoke it every now and then, but I don't smoke. I usually don't smoke weed. Most of the time, I'm not smoking weed. That should be one of our hobbies. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really fit in in the surfing lifestyle, the surfing culture. I'm just, I, I, I feel like I can. I've, I'm joking. Most of my friends smoke weed, and I just, and they always offer it to me, despite me for years having said no. <laughs> and they're at the point where they're just cool with it. I think you're so stupid that people forget you're not high. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's something that that's something we always talk about behind your back. Uh, I'm torn. Because what would I rather do? Probably tabletop gaming because I'm not a big fan of water because I did grow up in Colorado. Like I, yeah. I, I, look, with both of these, with, with tabletop gaming, there can be a risk involved. But this is just a friend that serves. Oh, I get what you're... Okay, yeah, say it again. I'll laugh this With time. tabletop gaming, there can be a monopoly involved. Fuck. 
Well, he botched it that time. I, no laugh for you. Um, <clears throat> okay, Darren's getting on his phone here. Yeah, because I'm gonna look up surfing because that okay. was my vote. So we're gonna go the well. I, I didn't. To- I didn't totally answer. Okay. I didn't. I didn't finish my final answer. I think like I would rather have a friend who tabletop games just because I want to do that more. Okay. But like surf, I think that surfing is a cool. It's a really cool thing, and I wish I could do it. Because you can paddleboard too, like with yeah. a surfer, and that's not as much effort. That's true. That's a lot more relaxing. I. Oh, that's a good point. But paddleboarding isn't surfing. But my girlfriend, who, it's very close to surfing. I'll introduce you to my girlfriend one day. Uh, she okay. and I went paddleboarding, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, and you can do it in Colorado. Lots of people do that's in Colorado. True. That's true. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with tabletop gaming just to make this more dramatic because okay. we had sort of, we had sort of a blowout in the other. Am I just gonna go search tabletop gaming? I feel like surfing is much easier, I have, succinct. I have one that's not actually related to <laughs> surfing up top, but I'm going to... How to surf the web. It's subway surfers. I don't know if I should uh, count that one. <laughs> no, I don't think that counts. That's video gaming. Uh, there's one that... Yeah, there's one that, that, there's one that kind of represents surfing. The next one down kind of represents surfing. All right. Three, two... One. 57 64 million. million. 57. Wow. Tabletop gaming wins. I should say Subway Surfers now because it's 76 million. 76. That would have won, but that's not actually surfing. All right, Darren. The final matchup is woodworking versus tabletop gaming versus doing karaoke or you think you're you think you're like you think karaoke's gonna like take it or something karaoke gotta buy because it's obviously the coolest that's not (laughs) what i think at all i think karaoke is out immediately (laughs) i did karaoke one time with a friend of ours and she had had some drinks and she turned to me and said so are you taking me home or not (laughs) and i'll let you speculate which friend that was um uh let's uh let's move right, <laughs> moving right along. Um I think that it goes to woodworking for me because I feel like it's a more universal hobby. Tabletop gaming is fun and everything, but I feel like when you get too into it, uh you start kind of putting fences up. People don't think that they can game with you, that they can keep up with you. Uh there is a lot of elitism to tabletop gaming. Not saying there isn't any with woodworking, but I feel like woodworkers often do take pride in teaching. They take pride in their craft. They take pride in teaching other people what they know. And for that reason, I'm going to pick woodworking. I think there's something with woodworking where it's like, it's not a dying craft, but it is like a less, a less something that people do less. Whereas I think like tabletop gaming, you can go in, you can go into Target and like buy a lot of very fun games. Like it's not just it's not just shitty like Candyland games. Like there's a lot of very fun games. So I feel like in some ways that's raised the snobbery over the years. Like the more accessible it's become and like the more widespread. I think it's the same thing with like a lot of like with Star Wars and stuff. It used to be like just this cult little thing. It was never a cult little thing, but like it used to be this little thing. Is that, it a cult? It's not a cult. It used to be this 
this little thing that people were into. And then like, as it got more mainstream, like it just, it just got much more toxic. And I feel like the woodworking is like, I don't, I don't feel like it's like that. I could be mistaken. So it comes down to how I, how I view them as the whole versus who I'd rather have as a friend. And it's tough because like woodworking, I think it's, it's more outside of my skill range, much more. It's like, it is, I think it is more impressive. I think it's more impressive and that's really what this is about. Right? Yeah. So what I was going to say is like, you know, woodworking, the thing about it is that like, it's a lot of it is like solo work, much like star Wars. It's a lot of solo work. Gotcha. Uh, versus like tabletop gaming. I'd rather have a friend who, who, is like a really good Dungeons and Dragons DM. Cause then I'd be like, okay, I want to play with you versus like someone who's really good at woodworking. Like I don't necessarily get much out of that, but I do think it's more impressive. And I do think that like from what I've seen, the community just seems more accepting and open and less elitist. So I'm going to pick woodworking. Well, then woodworking is our winner. Woodworking is the best hobby you can have. You yep. heard it here. <laughs> heard it here on Snickles. Woodworking is the best possible thing you can do with your time. Uh, get to work. Um, you know, woodworking, its first matchup, cooking, might have been its toughest. Yeah, most. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's just, these things are randomly, these things are randomly done, so... All right. Um, All right. I'm glad we picked woodworking. I was I was kind of rooting for it in the back of my head. It's something that I would love to do more cuz it just it's like it seems really cool. Oh yeah. I I have wanted to get more into woodworking quite a bit lately. Yeah. Done a lot of carpentry, not too much woodworking. Yeah. I'm going to make a vase, a vase, a wooden vase. Yeah. It's not watertight, but boy, you could put some dead flowers in it. And with that being said, Jake, do you have any final thoughts? Um I think it's time that we get a female Freddy Krueger. I just think I think we've reached that point. Great. You gonna say anything else? No. So is it my turn? Yeah, Darren, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up the podcast so that we can finish this episode and people can be done with it soon? Vote? Mm, yeah. Got got election coming up. <clears throat> In my opinion, I, uh, as much as I don't want to vote in this election, I still think everybody should vote. And that's pretty much it um, for now. You know, Follow us on socials, on, on Instagram and Twitter at SnicklesCast. Uh, YouTube, Snickles. We just posted our One Chip Challenge video. I've gotten people tell me it is a lot of fun to watch. Watch our suffering, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
It is enjoyable. We did it for you. We did not do it for ourselves. We we didn't Absolutely do it for us, not. and we didn't do it for our buttholes. Absolutely not. Um, thank you for listening. If you're out there, give uh, us a, give, give us a review on whatever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening to this on. Yeah, we've got some really big plans coming up. I assume. Sure. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get David into this new apartment. He just moved in with you. Yeah. And he's gonna say he's gonna say some final words. In what universe?